Philippians, Colossians. Everybody remember where that book is. The first chapter. We're going to talk about the law of increase. The law of increase. It's topical. It is not theological per se. I shouldn't say not theological. Let me correct that. It is not, it is not an exposition wherein we make an attempt to do similar to our Sunday school style and our Sunday school lessons. Those are expositional sermons and they most of the lessons are politically and theologically, pastorally correct. Lots of men get together and use their high degrees of learning to interpret the word of the Lord so that there is a national, a universal approach to the understanding of the word of the Lord. And this is why we appreciate the Union Gospel Press above all of the other Sunday school lessons because they don't seem to be arguing too much about we're Pentecostal. Their concern is to properly interpret the word of the Lord. And we do do that sometimes. Most of the times we do an expositional sermon. But today I think I just want to lift out of that verse something that will send us on the road, on up the road. Colossians, the first chapter, verse number 10. Are you ready for that? Colossians, verse number 10. That's where we're going to land. And we'll stand at this time and read verse 9. And I may come back another day before the year is over and do an expositional sermon on this chapter. But right now, if you look at verse number 9, the law of increase, when you have that, say amen. And what does it say in verse number 9? It is for this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled, look at this, with the knowledge of his will. Now we're talking about God in Christ, the knowledge of his will in what? All wisdom. And spiritual understanding. Praise the Lord. Verse number 10 takes us somewhere. That ye might what? Walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. No, 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 no. Just serving in streaks and stripes, checkers and blotches. Starts and stops. Just serve him like that and you'll get by. Is that right or wrong? No, it is wrong because we are being told that the aim is to 
Walk unto all pleasing. All right, what else? So in case we get confused, what, 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 Lord? Being fruitful in some stuff. Do the stuff you can do good and forget the stuff that causes you pain. No, it says here fruitful in every good work. I just heard the devil say, can't nobody do that. Then you make God out of a liar. He would never tell the church to do something that he would not help us do. Can I get a witness in here today? All right, what else are we to do? Here it is. And increasing in the knowledge of God. And verse number 11, what happens? Strengthen with what? All might according to his glorious power. It's connected, though, with verse 9 and verse 10. Praise the Lord. And if you read further back, it's all connected to salvation being visited upon mankind. So when we get involved like that, verse number 11 happens. What? Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power. Look at this. Unto all patience and long-suffering. That means you give God a deadline. If you don't come and help me now, I quit. Right? It doesn't mean that, does it? So we don't give God deadlines. He may not come when you want him. Anybody go talk to me today? He's always on time. And so we don't give him a deadline. And it will strengthen us unto all longsuffering and with what? Joyfulness. You may be seated. After reading that sermon I just preached. That's called a 10 second or a 90 second, maybe 120 seconds sermon. And so there are certain achievements that we gather when we practice the law of increase. I think the thing that we have to be careful, we're so happy once God saves you and takes you out of darkness and puts you into his marvelous light, we tend to get real happy. And after a while, we're not as enthused about him as we used to be. And we don't have the proper levels of attention that we used to give him when we first met the Lord. You remember when you first met the Lord. Really, you were so zealous, many of you, now, those that didn't get it and faked the funk. Uh, not long, they quit. But those that really get it, they've been through failure, they've been through pain, loss, rejection, ridicule, often didn't have nobody to blame but themselves. Let's get it straight. Everybody's not sweet over here. From the pulpit, that would be me, to the door. When you look back over your life, if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, and had it not been for 
the reality of there is an infilling of the Holy Ghost, even though sometimes we don't live like we even know it. I need about three people to shout, Lord, have mercy. Help us, Jesus. And so the problem then, we get happy. And I gained 30 pounds. I was so happy. I was a little thing, soaking wet, 150 pounds. And worked with all these big giants at International Harvester. And I did I was too stupid to realize their bellies were sticking out. But they had these big necks and big arms. And I felt so envious that look at all these and I'm weighing 150 pounds and wishing I could eat up everything to get some muscles up here. But they didn't tell me if you eat like that. The stuff, the muscles will go the wrong place. They'll start developing down here. Ain't nobody going to talk to me. Your little hips get narrow and your little belly just start going. And you gain weight all right and you got muscles all right, but they're in the wrong place. I wish somebody would talk to me today. And so I gained 30 pounds after I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit as a young man. Then he said, we were so tickled, we were so happy. I can remember when she got the Holy Ghost and I had it the first two weeks we had it. We had a new level of understanding and appreciation for each other and we just cried and praise the Lord because we just got it. We didn't know that we were going to come under fire. Praise the Lord everybody. Anytime you try to live with somebody you ask them to get your mouth tore out. It just depends on how feisty you are. And if you feisty after a while it may not come right away but 15 years later they really got used to each other. Lord have mercy. That's when the Lord didn't tell you. He told you, come on over here. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And we heard that clarion call. But he hid all that other stuff that we would have to go through. Because he knew if he told us ahead of time, how we would fail him, how it would be a doggy dog world, and how even in your family, sometimes it would look like a battle zone. We would have told him, I can do bad all by myself over here with all my crazy relatives. Because I thought when you got saved, all that stuff is over with. Raise your hands if you know. That in the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Our problem then, we get all happy. We start eating up everything. Praise the Lord. And we just kind of let ourselves go and we run into the wrong preachers who tells us repeatedly. That you just human. And when they play you like that. They're hiding. You're not only human. But you have been given the power. 
of the Holy Ghost to overcome what you used to be. Can I get a witness in here? But if you trade the truth for that kind of leniency, and I would call it sponginess and softness and weakness, easy to impress and easy to magnetize and draw in, easy to discourage and easy to quit and easy to be somebody's target. See, we don't look at it that way. How would you like it if the apostle said, you ain't nothing but a punk. You can't live right five weeks. You're a punk. You're weak. You're a narcissist. You love yourself. more. How would you like the apostles to talk like that? We'd be gone. But in our heart, you just answer and say, I don't want nobody to think I'm soft. I'll tear this whole church up. Because that's what we're taught in the world. Don't show too much affection. Don't grin at the people too much. They'll take it as if you're weak. Don't let anybody take anything from you. Attack them and make them pay. Show coldness. Show strength. Show resolve. Show that you're willing to do more to them than they're willing to do to you. And the next thing you know, we got a doctrine going here that's nothing like the Lord. All of those things are just named. If we would flip them, somebody say flip it, and get that kind of attitude against sin. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We'll be like a tree in the storm planted by the rivers of water bringing forth fruit when your test comes. Because your test comes to show you what a weakling you really are if you don't hold on to the Lord. Can we pray right now and say, forgive us our debts. Come on. As we forgive our debtors. And forgive me for tempting you so long. and Forgive me for replacing false doctrine with the truth. The Bible says after that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You shall have power. Power to be a witness, power to stand up to the devil, power to send whoever's trying to pull you down out of your presence, power to run like Joseph from Potiphar's wife, power to cast down an enemy, power to stay there until the victory comes, power to get higher than you was last week. Power to overcome your lack of prayer. Power to lay your plate down. Power to hunger and thirst after righteousness for you shall be filled. Power to be filled with the Holy Ghost all over again. Power to walk in truth and witness and testimony. Power to make this church grow. Power to hold your family together. Power to be a witness. Power, 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 power. This is the law of increase. And when we stop calling our ignorance and our narcissism, which is self-love, you can't hardly walk past the mirror without spending five minutes in it. 
licking your lips like LL Cool J. Man, if I was a chick, I wouldn't want no dude standing across from me to licking his lips like that. But good God, I ain't no chick. And I don't even think I'd want a woman. And I'm sitting there talking, and I can't hardly say nothing. Her lips, and she's licking her lips. The whole time I met one, she was demon-possessed, and her tongue flicked out like a snake. And Lanise and I threw her out of our house. In about five minutes, she come in there thinking that she could find something in her tongue was flickering. And Lanise got heated and said, this chick got to go. I don't care where, what foster care you got. I don't care who she's staying with. She can't stay here. Her mouth flickering like a snake. She went on to other foster homes and turned the family children out. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Praise the Lord. So I want you to understand uh, that when we make excuses for our gnarliness, somebody say gnarly, we despise by nature the way of the Lord. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. It is natural for us to tell people back up off of me with that doctrine. That's your voice. You can't give me your voice. I got my own voice. And so what we're saying is that we don't believe the gospel. We don't believe that Jesus Christ is the complete and final revelation of the invisible God. We can't believe that he's the way and the truth and the light and nobody can get to the invisible father without coming through the work of God through Christ. I wish somebody would talk to me today. And so the way of increase is don't be that easy from this day forward on yourself. If you lazy, attack it. Don't talk about my back hurt. You still working. You still eating, your back hurting, you still chasing your woman. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. Yeah, we too easy on ourselves. I thought I had a little hiccup in my life. No, you had five women. That's more than a hiccup. Can I get a witness in here? I had run into a little trouble and my humanity got to what kind of doctor? The Bible says after that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You shall have power to shut your mouth instead of cussing somebody out. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Power to not argue back with your wife all day and all along. Just tell them what you want and then walk on out. But don't stand there and argue because both of you sinning. The moment you begin to get angry and argue, you cease to defend the gospel, you're defending your wicked ego. Can't you just be quiet until the storm passes over? Can't you just go to your little closet and say, I believe it'll help my unbelief. Can't you just be quiet and look weak but actually be the strong one? Can't you just button it up if you hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battle? Victory shall be yours. All right, I, I'm going too far. I've gone too far. 
and you won't get everything I'm, I think I need to say. So let me get off of that. There's all kinds of scriptures. Talks about the slowful. Uh, he, he's the reason he's slowful. He's got desires that God didn't give him. And he follows those desires. If you want to read those, that's Proverbs the 19th chapter, Proverbs the 26th chapter. It talks about lazy, depressed, slowful people who are misguided and misdirected in their goals. The goal of church is to increase in the knowledge of God and to expand your territory in holiness and victory and in conquest. Even in a boxing match, when a good boxer is stepping back, he's not running, he's getting ready to unload. Where am I stepping back, people? Something's knocked you back, but it don't mean you're running, you're just circling to strike again. Can I get a witness in here? Praise the Lord, everybody. Just because the enemy pushed you backwards don't mean you have to stop. Just do a point, circle, and hit. Lord have mercy. Oh, glory to God. He may knock you down about right there, but that's just enough to let you sting him down low. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Look at your neighbor and tell him swing where you happen to be. Hit the target wherever you are. If they go high, you go low. If they go low, you go high. If they go in the middle, you go in the head and the bottom at the same time. Y'all ain't going to talk with me. Praise the Lord, everybody. Body. They won't know what to defend when you get through praising the Lord, when you get through giving God the glory, when you get through quoting your scripture, when you get through in prayer time, when you get through saying, I've got to increase, I've got to grow. I didn't come over here to fail. I didn't come over here to lose. I didn't come over here to be a weakling. I am stronger. I will survive. I'm a fighter. I'm a conqueror. I'm a warrior. I'm a preacher. I'm a child of God. I'm a teacher. I'm a winner. I'm an earner. I'm a producer. I didn't come over here to fail. I didn't I don't get paid to fail. Lord have mercy. And so these are the things that we have to get hold to. While every now and then it's all right to tell somebody sugar God understand. But if you give a person, a constant diet of God understand. After a while, you'll be weak and you'll think that's the norm. But over here, God has given us strength to flip the devil in the name of Jesus. Where my flippers at? God has given us strength to fight back. God has given us strength to set goals and to achieve them. But our first aim is to develop character. That's what's wrong with most of us today. We set goals and the books tell us, oh, you're doing good. You're not doing good if all you're doing is setting goals. You have to have character. You have to work on your lion spirit. You have to work on your sneaky self, your secret self, your ungodly self, your wicked self, your whining self, your crying. You've got to work on that. You've got to work on being excellent in the power of the Lord. Then he will give you enough strength to set goals. We got it wrong. We, we figure that if we look busy, we're helping the church. 
Don't you know you're talking to an old dog? I know how to look busy. When I worked at IH, I was 19 years old. And my father was kidding me, but he shouldn't have played with me like that. He said, go on out there and take that money. And if you buy something and you can't pay for it, tell him come and get it. Now, he never did that. So why would he play with my stupid head like that? So I took him seriously because that's who I was. So I was a janitor making in 1972 or whatever it was, uh, uh, maybe 71, I was making, uh, at that time, $15 an hour. That's a whole lot of money for a puppy. That's all it was, was a puppy. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. And I had a spirit on me that said, take these men's money. I'd get one piece of trash. My building was about a mile long. And I'd sweep that one trash, piece of trash, from one end to the other. <laughs> Superintendent come by. All he knows is I'm sweeping. I look busy. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Uh, there's some people in here look busy, but they're not on fire for the word of God. I hear the Lord saying, you're neither hot, you're neither cold. You've left your first love. You look like you love me. But you ain't doing nothing but sweeping the same piece of trash that you were sweeping when you come in here. Ain't nobody going to talk to me. Where my growing people? That they that wait upon the Lord, they shall what? Renew their strength. They shall mount up with the wings of an eagle. They'll run, not get weary. Walk, they'll never get tired. Even the youths will get tired. The young men's strength shall utterly fail. But they that make up their mind, I must succeed. I must grow in the Lord. I must be greater than when I came here. I don't come in a devil and leave a devil. I don't sit there and argue about everything God's feed me. He knows what I need. He knows that I'm lazy. He knows that I get distracted. He knows that I have goals and I've got all this stuff. But when it comes to my character, when it comes to my praise, when it comes to me being able to lay on hands, when it comes to me being able to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, I despise it. Because it doesn't fit into my schedule. And so as I sit down, I'll hit it real quick. If I feel led to say something, I will. Number one. You, in order to, the law of increases, you must insist on starting today. Somebody shout, start today. The Bible says, today if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. In the book of Acts, when Paul came in the 17th chapter to review the church, it said they at uh, Berea were more fair-minded. That's what that meant. It says more noble than they at uh, Thessalonica for they searched the God, the word of God every day and they searched the scriptures every day to see if these things were so that the apostles were teaching. So the apostles eulogized them and said those people down in Berea their mind is right because every day they on fire for God to search those scriptures.
Lord, have mercy. So you must get started today. Secondly, I want you to know that nobody, growth is not just going to grow on you. Caden over there is 14 years old, but trust me, when he was 10, he wasn't sitting there waiting on his loins to ache and his muscles to ache before he decided to get busy in the arena of school and athletics. He got busy when he was five. He got busy when he was four. He didn't know anything about growth signs, but he just started moving. But some of us adults want to wait till we feel like moving. We want to wait until we feel a little shimmy shimmy coming down our body and we're just waiting, hoping that growth will take I want you to know that in order to grow, it takes complete responsibility to grow. You can't stop smoking. Nobody can make you stop. You can't stop lying. Nobody can make you stop. You must clad yourself as in Isaiah 59, 17, which is a prophecy of Jesus Christ. It said that he would clothe himself in the zeal of the Lord. It's time for us to stop trying to construct an image that the culture will be pleased with. We don't care if we offend them as long as we please the Lord. We don't care about preaching soft and squishy and mushy. We've got to cry loud and lift up our voice like a trumpet and take responsibility for our own growth the devil ain't gonna let you go just because you say you love the Lord you got to show him that you Michael Jackson bad you got to show him that you give him a thriller you got to show him that you have just begun to fight you've got to show him that you're willing to take responsibility for your own growth and when God sees you doing that, he'll jump in and kick something in. Lord, have mercy. That's when you'll start filling the extra juice. But he's waiting on your reaction to him. I wonder, can we respond to him right now? Take a three-second break and just give him the yada. Give him the praise. In other words, make a loud noise. Give him the toda. Give him a hallelujah. Give him your heart. Put the devil on notice. It's time out for making excuses for being weak and effeminate and for being angry and being stuck and depressed and slowful. It's time out for being slick, slack, sorry, sly, and lost. But it's time to let the Holy Ghost show out in us and show us that we can get a job we can keep a job we can work we can work while it's day we can work in the midnight hour we can work even though people are trying to press us and break us and put us in our place but we've got something on the inside you swing at me once i'm gonna hit you nine times you swing at me three you got nine licks coming i'm talking about in the spirit realm i'm not trying to show you how to fight i don't want to hear about one of you get arrested because you're trying these techniques in the flesh we're talking about in the spirit if the devil said boo you say hallelujah ten times if the devil touch your body you go to praising God like you lost your mind when the pressure increase let your praise increase when the pressure increase let your power increase let your dedication increase let your anger against the devil increase
The law of increase means that you follow through. Don't make somebody come looking for you. Follow through. The law of increase means never stop growing. This means we're not living to be ignorant. We're living to grow. Increasing in the knowledge of God and in Christ Jesus. What is this knowledge? Well, you won't know it if you don't give yourself over to the word of God. The word of God is full of stories about the mercy of God, the forgiveness of God, the strength of God, the regeneration, the work of imputation, the work of substitution, the work of grace, the work of transformation, the work of translation, the work of the resurrection, the work of victory, the work of triumph, the work of praise and worship and thanksgiving and prayer, the attributes of God, the titles of God. All of these things we are to increase in the knowledge of God, not so we can spit them out to people, but so that we can take them in our bosom and live out the true meaning of our life. If you have not been treated mercifully, then God said take his mercy and give somebody mercy that really needs it. If you have not won the victory in a long time, pick a mark, pick a goal, and get the victory over that thing, and then throw yourself a party with two or three of your friends and say, there I was, but here I am. Where are my people that just overcome lately and you want to say I'm not what I should be but I'm not what I used to be I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus for whom I have suffered and am willing to suffer the loss of everything that I may win Christ and be found in him not having a cultural addiction or any other kind of addiction but be found in him not having my own righteousness but the righteousness which is of God after that the Holy Ghost comes it will elevate you it will dignify you it will make you updated it will make you always popular in the Lord you'll look right smell right walk right talk right work right uh, be right after the Holy Ghost comes upon you it will take that identity that the devil gave you and you will drop it right now you are not a pimp you're not a hoe you're not a liar you're not a money hunger a monger but you're a child of God if any man be in Christ he is a new creation old things are passed away and all things are become new he restoreth my soul yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil when the enemy comes upon me like a flood God will lift the standard for me he'll prepare a table for me right in the face of my enemy you should have killed yourself the devil told you you should have quit but I need 50 people to shout I came over here to stay the more he slay me the more I'll trust him I'm gonna wait till my change come and I declare increase had abundant life
life at apostolic church as soon as we repent of our sins as soon as we turn from our excuse making and our wicked ways your children will return the unsaved will come this place won't be big enough when the saints catch on fire for God I wish the whole church would catch on fire and lay down your false identity and pick up who Christ says you are you're a winner you're a conqueror you can stand you can fight you can endure you can persevere you can wait till your change comes you can run through a troop leap over a wall one of you can whip 50 demons one of you can whip 10 people cause that's the kind of power that God has given in the law of increase we must decrease but he will increase if we humble ourselves under the mighty hand y'all forgive me under the mighty hand of God he will exalt you in due time somebody gotta come out of mess praise somebody gotta come out of a mess and you think I ain't gonna praise him somebody been in trouble but you ought to let the devil know I've been through hell but I haven't lost my desire I haven't lost my character I haven't lost my power I haven't lost the love for God you thought you had me but you just caused me to be blessed where my blessed people out and let's just have a Holy Ghost explosion in here and give God the praise thank him for bringing you over the bridge he brought you over look back over your life and give him the glory the devil thought you were dead but you're still lifting your hands you still are here you're gonna make money you're gonna prosper it's gonna be all right this is the law of increase but you must take responsibility and press toward the mark of the prize of the heart in Christ Jesus and so the Lord says speak to my people tell them never stop growing ask them are they really in love with me ask them are they really experiencing more joy just here lately oh glory to God I wonder if anybody can shout with me oh thank you Jesus it is of the Lord's mercies. Come on, Lamentations 3. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, but they are renewed every day, morning by morning. New mercies I see is good for a man and a woman to both hope and quietly wait on the Lord. Your change has come. God has set your house in motion. Your faith is in motion. Your ability to receive has been ignited and activated. God has set the people that are righteous in motion. We leave the word of God with you. Look at your people next to you and go little sister or little brother don't cry. Come on tell them don't cry. Don't cry. God heard you when you started. He saw you when you got in trouble. He saw it when the enemy tried to bend you and break it. He loves you. He didn't bring you this far to lose you. He didn't bring you this far to break you in two. You're a good man. You're a good soldier. Fight the good fight. Tote that bar. Lift that bell. 
send that back. Break that devil. Shout that praise. Shout hallelujah. Keep on going. You're not weak, but you're strong. Oh, glory to God. When Bishop Golder died, and he was on his deathbed over there in Indiana, Indianapolis, they tell me he preached so pretty on his deathbed and went on the glory. Can I get a witness? <laughs> he was about five foot five, had shiny hair, and was wavy. My pastor and them used to say we were so jealous of him. We had this kinky hair, and here come this little short man with all this waving hair. And boy, none of them, and all, all them men could preach. Bishop Bowers, Bishop Lloyd, they could preach, but they'll tell you we didn't want to preach behind him. If it was time for, 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 for Bishop Golder to preach, they would rather somebody pass them over. Anybody know what I'm talking about where sometimes you get, can I use this Ebonics intimidated? Intimidated. By something that you think is better and bigger and more experienced. But if a man's ways please the Lord. Did y'all hear me? Can I say it again, mama? Sister Heard, we love the way you sit there. She sit there like she's guarding the altar. And like better not nobody come in here messing around. She can jump on their back and scratch them. Go on, keep the look. <laughs> That's right. You ain't getting paid to look weak. You didn't work all your life to look weak, to look like somebody's target. Where are my people in the house that refuse to be a target from this day on? You're not going to be a target. You're not going to be bullied. We're going to practice these things here. We're going to increase our territory and our dimensions in the spirit realm. We're not going to get our carnal goals mixed up with spiritual goals. The devil can get in that and kill you. And you won't even know you're dead, but everybody will smell you. You think you're doing good, but you'll have an odor. You'll have a look. You'll have a 30-yard stare. And they'll know something's wrong. Lord, have mercy. If there's somebody that wants the law of increase to be unleashed on you starting Monday on through, starting today and Monday on through, you come on. If there's somebody that wants to be saved, you come on. This thing is real. Our God is not a liar. He's not a man. He's almighty God. Come on and take your burdens to the Lord right now and leave them right here in his hand. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. If you trust deep and never doubt, Jesus will surely bring you down. Oh, take your burden to the Lord. Leave them there. Leave them there. 